Hello and welcome to episode 199 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. 199. Yeah, there you go. That's a big number. That's a big number. That's a big number when you think that every one of those numbers represents one week that uh, I have lived here. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, I should have, like, on the brick outside of my patio, like... Little like, tally marks? Yeah, <laughs> like I was in <laughs> Keeping track of how long it's been? Oh, uh, no. Too yeah. long, Sandy. Too long, too long, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, my goodness. Anyways, honey, I'm going... I'm, I've been doing physio. So, okay. this... I had my seventh physio today. So, the physio is an hour. So, 30 minutes of it is like a manual manipulation of um, my back. Um, because, yeah. actually, it's the muscles that are... The muscles that are right beside, like, the spine. But the um, transverse muscles, that's what right. they are. Okay. And they're very tight, which is causing a lot of pain in my lower back and down or it's around the herniated disc right. so anyways there's manual manipulation and then they they hook me up to like a machine that zaps me with like you know some pulsing electricity that he amps up periodically right. but then the other 30 minutes is like having a personal trainer that is relentless okay. and is pushing you, pushing you. honey I, he's, I mean, he's so organized and I'm sweating. I'm talking about like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing, um, bridge. Yeah. Which is fine. 30 of them. Fine. Yeah. But my feet are hanging in the, in the handles of the TRX. Oh. So they're probably four to six six inches off the ground off the ground yeah and not like like they're they're elevated which makes the bridge a little bit harder because your feet are higher and so to lift your Mm -hmm. hips you have to lift them even higher but also they're they're moving yes and yeah 30 of them and then i'm like oh oh that sounds rough I mean, and he's like, you know, like, you okay? Like in Spanish, I'm assuming that's what he's saying or not. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, 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 it's all good. <laughs> oh, I'm like literally dripping Meanwhile. wet. <laughs> Meanwhile, and you know, you know me, I'm not, I would never be like, okay, I can't do anymore. No, no. I'm going to do all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. Until your body physically gives out, you will. Oh, oh my gosh. I was like, no, no, this isn't happening. The other one that's really difficult is he has me stand on, it's like an oval piece of hard foam. So you stand on it with like, and then balance on that leg. So balancing on one leg, the other leg is bent. And so you're almost like those, do you remember like the bird, the tipping bird that used to go down and get the water? (laughs) so that's what I'm like because then I have to and as we do this I think it's something we did in yoga also but you're balancing on one leg the other one is bent under and then you have to lean forward and touch your calf and then you can't touch the ground you're coming back up 15 on each leg which is hard enough to begin with but then you're standing on an uneven surface correct yeah 
Yeah. So on the floor, I would, it would be much easier. It would be much easier. Yeah. But I, and I'm just like, you know, I do not want to touch the ground. No, I know you, well, because you want to like achieve, like you want to successfully achieve the challenge. Yes. And so I'm concentrating so hard. (laughs) And you know, you have to hold yourself really tight in, you know, to like, yes, Henny though. But then I'm like, like an airplane like my one leg is I'm like I actually thought I feel almost like a speed skater because you know how their legs go behind and then as they're going like I'm like balancing with my leg is behind the other and I'm like wobbling and I'm making eye contact with nobody I'm like trying to stare at the one thing oh my goodness and then I finish and my backside is burning I believe it (laughs) I believe it and I have to tell you though I feel so good like I feel like I I'm not on the pain meds my my but neither one of my legs is hurting anymore like you know why didn't I do this before I should have I last time I didn't want to do anymore it was like a physioed out yeah. I should oh. now you're back on the physio train uh, and it's, and it's making it. it's making all the difference it is it is well, that's, that's the lesson that's really good to hear though that's the lesson here <laughs> that's the lesson that physio is always good for you physio is always good for you <laughs> that is true that is true oh my goodness moral of the story can I tell you yeah also so I was also again listening to we can do hard things because they had the episode on life hacks I think I talked about some of those didn't I you did yeah 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 Okay, but now I've continued listening. So okay. one of the things, one of the things that they went something, either you have news to share that might be upsetting. It could be bad news. It could be good news. But you want to tell, or you only want to tell it once. Oh. <laughs> okay. As so I, I know, have no idea about. what you're going to say, but yeah. As a person who has had, yeah, uh, in the last in the last couple of years, as the as a person who has had like a big story that was difficult and needed to be told, it was exhausting. That it was like yeah. first, like, and I have to tell Tim, and now I have to tell you, and now I yeah. have to tell my sister, and now, like, yeah. you know, it was like honestly, I was so tired of talking about it, yeah. you know, and like, and but like, it was important that all of the people that were important in my life like knew what was happening, and I had to like, yeah. you know, go through the whole story, but like. I was so like so emotionally drained from having mm-hmm. to go through this story over and over and over again. Like so I yeah. can appreciate that it would have been simpler to just be like all right, all the people who need to know this, yes. here's what it is. Yes, which is what they suggest is like a caucus. Yeah, yeah, that's what I needed. That's what I needed. And so, so in your situation, there was not going to necessarily be other people that would hear and would necessarily come and ask people that they know are more in the know. Right. So the example they used was like a relationship 
ending, like a divorce or something. Okay. And she, the, she said like, you know, she had had someone had recently, uh, they were getting separated and it was on the school ground. So all the, the moms, you know, and dads who drop off or pick up, everybody's talking. And this woman took the people that she was close to aside and said, this is what's happening. I, do, I wanted you to hear it from me, blah, blah, blah. But the, here's the good thing, because then it gives the people that you tell an opportunity to say, well, if somebody asks us, what would you like us to yeah. say? So everybody who is in that group that heard it from the horse's mouth mm -hmm. knows exactly the message you want told. I like and that. And I thought that is brilliant. Yeah. That is brilliant. I like that. You know, because you know what happens, then, you know, say it was you, and then I might message Tim and be like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's it's awkward for both people. Yeah. And and then the one person you might have told something different, you know, I mean, and then they, they don't want to, they, or they don't know that you know everything, you know, it's yeah. just messy. It's all right? complicated. Like, it, yeah, it's all messy. Yeah. It's all messy. It's yeah. so much yeah. simpler to just be able to disclose the information one time. Yeah. And then I like the idea of following it up with, if someone asks, this is yeah. what I'd like you to tell them. Like, yeah, yeah. Which is what she's, um, it was Amanda. And she said, I, like she said, it, it gives us, she said, is there anything anybody wants to know? And then it gave us like, what do we do in this situation? How do you want us to respond? What can we do? How do you like, what about inviting inviting you over for barbecues like do you want us to still have contact with your mm. with your ex all of those yeah. things that yeah so I was like you know what there are situations that that's not you know necessary but there are situations when that could really be helpful for people yeah. because like you said it is so emotionally draining to have to continue going through it but here's so he but here's the other part of it is I've been on the other end of it when something has happened and then either I was told and so I knew and assumed that everyone knew and then found out that everyone didn't know and then oh. I don't know like are these people supposed to know or not supposed to know? Oh they, yeah. You know, but I've, yeah. so that's tricky because I'm, because that puts like people are in a, in a kind of a, an awkward situation where some people know and some people don't know. And, and, yes. and you know, is there a reason for it? And maybe there is, but I think in many cases there isn't because I've also yes. been in a situation where, um, where information had been shared with some people and that information hadn't been shared to me. And mm. then I found myself in a conversation about whatever it was and I didn't know, but everyone, including the person who had like, who'd had the situation, like who was the one to share yeah. the situation, assumed that I'd already been told, like, like yeah. thought that I knew that information already. Yeah. And and yet I didn't. And so, because that happens, right? Like that you, 
if you have information or if you have something to share with people, like you tell this person, you tell this person, you tell this person. And, and so then at, at a certain point, you just think that you've told everyone. Right. And, and then, you know, but maybe you haven't. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, yeah. Like, cause I've had both of those things occur where, where I was, I ended up in a group and either I knew information and not everyone did. Or I was the one who didn't. But in both cases, it was accidental that that had happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So it, it is much, yeah, it's it's much easier to just, I love the idea of having a caucus. I just, yeah. I, 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 I need all the people. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to tell all the people what I need to tell. And, yeah. you know, if anyone else yeah. needs to know, you can pass it along yeah <laughs> I love exactly it. exactly um and then they were so they had got they actually had like categories of things like you okay. know household tips car tips like travel tips oh yeah uh, you know so so a couple of the other ones that I'm just like I'm remembering were um one was um about being in the car and not remembering where the gas which side your gas tank is on right and I already knew this, but Glennon didn't. And then when Abby had told her, she was mind blown by it because where your gas gauge is, you'll see that there's yeah. generally like a little arrow, arrow on the that's indicator. pointing. Yeah, yeah, that points so that you know which side it was on. But I did not know that for a long time, a good portion of my life. Okay. Like, 40 years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it was when I was working at Canadian Tire that someone, one of the guys told me and I was like, what? <laughs> Isn't that funny how those things happen? And it's like, how did I not know that for all this time? I know. Exactly. So there was that. Uh, another one was Abby said, because she isn't the person that does the laundry in the house. She said, but I know what it's like to be doing the laundry for a lot of people she says so i now make sure that i put all my stuff back in right side and i'm very care when i take my socks off i take them off toe first i need to i, I need to share that with my husband I oh my goodness sandy i cannot stand it when people put things <laughs> in the laundry inside out I cannot stand it. it is... What about when it's all curled up? Oh no, I've 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 been helped people with their laundry, like, and their underwear are still in their pants. There is no excuse for that kind of laziness. I'm sorry. Well, and 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 they're usually like a thong, so there's nothing to it anyway. And it's all like tangled up in the yes. Uh, no. Yes. The pant legs. There is, no. There the leggings. No, no. The shenanigans. No. no. There is no excuse for that. Take your clothes off. Put <laughs> it right side in. Put it into the laundry or into the washer. There is absolutely no excuse for clothes that are all coiled up in a, in a ball, in a knot, inside out socks that are in if if you put your socks inside out into the washer i mean you deserve to wear your socks inside out the next time you put them on <laughs> like I, I honestly 
Sandy, I have patience for a lot of things. A <laughs> lot of things. I know maybe because I'm so annoyed by so many different things, people think that I'm not a very patient person. <laughs> I actually, I actually am. I'm very patient. As long as you do everything that that the way you want it done. As long as you do things the way I want it done. And I do not want clothes inside out in the laundry. <laughs> yeah. That I do find. I don't like that either. I find it very frustrating. Very frustrating. So frustrating. Uh, let's think of what some other ones were. <laughs> I just can't even. <laughs> oh, the other one was was Glennon found this out while the podcast was being recorded. Like, she's like, her sister said, so you know, like when you leave voice notes and stuff, but did you know that the other microphone at the bottom will just, if you speak, it will type everything out you say? Okay, I started laughing because I literally just found this out too, like two months ago. Did not know that. Oh, It's a, it's a game changer. It's changed my life. Henny, that's why though, when I was messaging, I had there was, Henny and I had a long conversation yesterday when I was walking the dog, and then I came home and I was reading. Yeah, and I was reading after, and I went, "What is that? That what?" I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Henny, you know, I the the thing is, the thing is that I am very good at deciphering text messages that only make like 60% sense. <laughs> Partly because my sister's spelling is atrocious. And so her text messages are, are a, a real treat. Um, my brother's spelling is even worse. And so like his text messages are like piecemeal that you have to sort of like, you know, pick and choose and, and, and put it together. And then Mark regular, like he very rarely will, will type something out. He sends all of his text messages by voice. And, yeah. and so his text messages are always riddled with, with weird errors and stuff because of the way that the phone has understand what he said. So I'm yeah. very used to reading stuff that only makes partial sense and figuring out what it actually means. So I actually didn't have that much trouble understanding your text messages at all. <laughs> I'm glad it's like a game. It's it is like a, a fun it, game. It is a little bit like a game. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Anyway, anyways, but I had no idea. Like it, I can't believe it's it's genius. It's, it's genius. I I love it. Um, <laughs> I love it. The thing the thing that happens the most with the voice to text is that because of course the phone doesn't recognize my name, yeah. I get a lot of text messages that are to Honey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I looked. I'm like, wait. Oh, your name's not Honey. I yeah. meant Henny. Yeah, I get a I get a lot of messages to Honey and Hun. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of that because <laughs> because the phone doesn't oh. recognize my name, but that's okay. I know, I I know what they I know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the other thing that Glennon was just finding out was that to to do a selfie, you can just hold the volume up and the off button at the same time. Right. Oh, as opposed to, to like pressing the, yeah. the camera. Yeah. Yes. 
Correct. Yes. Yeah. So that was, she's like, is that why you can always do selfie so fast? <laughs> <laughs> and with only one hand, right? And, Ab- <laughs> and Abby's like, yes. Yes, it is. That's exactly why. It's oh my really goodness. Funny. Yeah. And so Abby then had like travel, she had travel tips. Um, and hers was because she traveled so frequently, she had a separate bag that just always had in the same pocket. She puts yeah. all her same stuff in the same pocket, right. which is something like that's, that's way Phil is too. Like you yeah. got the pens in the one spot and then she actually has like extra sets of chargers. And she said it, it has become even more important when I now travel with a family who does not <laughs> do any of that <laughs> and so we're often somewhere and they're like oh i don't have my charger i have that you know she said i can like i she was like, i'm a superstar i just pull it out of the bag i've saved the day <laughs> well crisis averted yeah 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 um and i was thinking so anyways as they were doing all this i was like huh what kind of life hacks do i have oh I know. And I thought, well, I need to ask you also. So for me, my packing hack is travel cubes. Right. I, you were telling I, I just love travel cubes. Okay. I love the look of my suitcase when I'm getting ready to go somewhere. I like when I get there and I open it and my stuff is in this nice little cubes. I like that I can just open one at a time and I can put my stuff into drawers or I can just leave them in cubes and it's organized. It is, yeah, it just looks really nice. Anyway, that's, that's mine. That's, that's your, that's your life hack. Oh, especially when they fit, like you just have to like, because they're different sizes and then it fits nicely in your suitcase. Oh, brings me a lot of joy. I, it's, I, I am a sucker for organization, although I've never used oh, a travel cube. I know. I can't believe you've never used a travel cube. I feel like I but, usually have one that has a bunch of stuff in it and that's so the little bits and stuff, you right. know, and then I, that's my miscellaneous one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. What what kind of hacks? Like, do you have like, like I mean, we've we've talked. We have lots of kitchen hacks. We do have yeah. lots of stuff. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, what kind of hacks do I have? I so I don't know. Is this is a life hack? But I do swear by, um, like a a kit like a a counter calendar. I really, mm-hmm. I really swear by a counter calendar, and and I use the calendar on my phone quite religiously for appointments and and staff meetings and like things like things that are upcoming that I have to remember. I put them all into the into the calendar on my phone, but I really, really like. It could be. Lately, I'm into like a week by week calendar on my kitchen counter, but a month, a month calendar is okay too. I really like to have a piece of paper that is a calendar that I can see at a glance what the week looks like. And because it's in a, a, a place that I pass all the time, I always see it, you know? So like you, you always, you, you can never... Like things don't creep up on you or surprise you because you see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I really, yeah, I, I swear by that for sure. Yeah. 
yeah i i like that also like i do like to have to i don't i don't have I, I don't have that, but I know I have in the past had that. Yeah. Like when I was working, I had like one of the big desks ones. And yeah. I would have, because otherwise, like when it's in a phone, you have to like scroll through. You have, like well, you, yeah, you have you to get enough warning or reminders about and it. And even if it's in like a book, you have to yeah. like open the book and like look through it. Whereas if it's on like a desktop calendar that sits mm -hmm. on your desk or on your counter, like it's there and you see yeah. it and it's always there and i i i i definitely that is that is something that i really really appreciate and make good use of yeah. i would say also like also this i like what you were talking about with the you know things are always in the same pockets like i'm very much um definitely a, a creature of habit when it comes to those types of things that things yeah. go in the same place all the time you know and yeah. even like uh like when my brother is staying with me and when he's like when he stays with me through the summer and he's working and then he's got his backpack like that he takes to work with him you know i always when he comes home from work, I have him unpack the whole thing, sort through what he needs and then repack it. And yeah. I've really like, like in doing this with him, like I always say, okay, so this like, and so he knows like this goes in this pocket and this goes in this, in the big zip and this goes in the medium zip. And, you mm -hmm. know, and so then if something's missing, you know, you, you, first of all, you know, right away that it's missing. And yeah. second of all, you know, you, you don't have to think, well, like, did I put it here? Did I put it there? Did I put it there? No, no. Like it's, you know, yeah. everything has a place. Right. And so yeah. I, I'm really, I'm really big on that too. Although I don't necessarily think about that as being a life hack either, but I, but I guess it could be. No, I think it is because a lot, I mean, there are many people that don't do that and, you know, myself included, I probably do 50, 50, like there are certain things that I have to put back in the same place that is and other things that I, other things that i'm continuously looking for what is continuously like my key like my key couldn't oh, find goodness. it last week oh my I'm goodness. like my i literally came home opened the door then could not put my groceries away could not find it searching everywhere searching everywhere searching everywhere looking oh did i put it here no 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 sandy it was it was in the garbage <laughs> i You've put other things in the garbage before too, so. Uh, yes. Oh, have I not? <laughs> have I? Have I? Have I? I have. I have. I have. That was nasty. Oh, my <laughs> no, I. I cannot. I cannot live that way. Everything has no. to go in the same place always. Mm. It was interesting to listen and like, you know, have a couple of chuckles and some things, some things applied, you know, to, to people with young children and, mm -hmm. oh, the one, actually the one thing for people that have children was, it was a, uh, it was a listener who had called in and said, so, you know, when your kids are bringing home, like, this is like a masterpiece, but they're bringing, they've brought so many pieces home. Yeah. Like you don't know what you're going to do with them. She said, what she does is she says, invest in black garbage bags. Oh, yeah. Don't want to throw it out and put it in a clear bag where they may see it. No, 
no. black bag because then they've they've already given it to you and they've forgotten about it. Correct. And then if they do remember, you just say, oh, I'm not really sure. And then they forget again. And then they forget again. Yeah, I think that's a yep. great idea. That's a great idea. Now, Glennon said, she said what she has had knows that people have done is they actually take photos of it. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of the year, they actually make a book. That's really nice with all the photos. Yes. with That's all the cute. Artwork. Yeah. She said, not, I have not done that in my house. She said, there's not one book or whatever. She said, but people have done people. it. People. <laughs> I know that this is a thing <laughs> that yeah. exists that people could do. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I think I, that's I, a great idea, too. I actually really like that. Yeah. I like I, I like the idea of having a having a picture of something rather than having to keep the thing. This week I was listening to the latest episode of Normalize This, which is a, a podcast I've been listening to recently, and they were talking about imposter syndrome. Mm. And you know how often we're in situations where we feel like we don't quite belong or we are, or we've been given a responsibility that we don't quite know, like, you know, am I the right person to have been given this responsibility or, you know, and, and so we're, and, and in that case, what's really happening is we're doubting ourself. Right. Yes. And, and so the, the hosts were talking about, you know, how to like, first of all, like, why does this happen? But then how to overcome it. And yeah. the one host of the show, Adam Rippon was saying that when he was competing, cause he was a, um, a figure skater. And so when he was competing, he said, I really, he's like, I did, I adopted Beyonce's, uh, you know, approach and created an alter ego for myself. And so he said, you know, there's Adam, which is like me, and that's just me being me and like, uh, you know, worrying about things and being anxious about things and doubting myself and all of that. He's like, but then when I was competing, I was Adam Rippon and like that character you know, huh. was never afraid of things, always knew he was the best. Oh, you know, like he's like, and so he said that really gave like me a lot of relief because if I was worried about things, it didn't matter because like my, my alter mm. ego, he, he wasn't afraid and he interesting knew what was happening. And yeah, like a really interesting way of like, you know, sort of separating yeah self almost to you know allow yourself to be cons like to be worried and to be anxious and to be um vulnerable but then also to have this confident and you know uh proud care like uh you know yeah. front i guess to to put out into the world you know and yeah. and so i was thinking about I don't think they ever used the word confidence when they were talking about like this whole topic, but I was thinking about like that, that, you know, really when we, you know, when we feel like we're imposters in, in our own lives, 
you know, when we mm-hmm. feel like we don't belong in spaces or when we're not good enough to be in spaces, confidence plays a big role, right? And so yeah. I was thinking about like how how I navigate those situations because I think in most situa- I think in most spaces I come across as being very confident, but but I don't always feel that way. It, and, right. it, and I wouldn't say that it's like I have this alter ego, but I do really have a sense that like the 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 uh, part of you that you have to push forward is not necessarily how you're feeling on the inside. Yeah, you know, and and so then I was thinking about. Uh, even like right now, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm in the midst of putting my, my resume and my application package together to, to interview for other schools to, to, to teach at a new school next year. And and so I'm busy putting that together and I know like there'll be interviews coming up and, you know, and I'm not anxious about any of it. Like, like I feel Mm -hmm. very confident about the experiences that I've had and, you know, my ability to do things. And, and so I was talking to my mom this weekend about it and, uh, and, you know, that I'd put this all together, like put my resume together and put, you know, and, and I said, you know, and I said, (laughs) I said to her, I said, and I was like looking it over and I was like, I've like, it's really good. Like I've done a lot of really good things, you know, and like everything that is on the list that I've done is good. And like, and I've done a good job doing it, you know? (laughs) And then I realized like, you know, how boastful that sounded. And I was like, oh yeah. And and I guess I'm humble about it too, you know? (laughs) But like there, there's this sense of when you, when you are confident about your ability and about what you're doing, you know, I, I think that's really, it's really important, but I think that it's easy to know that you're good at something and to know that you can do it well, but it doesn't necessarily mean that like way deep down on the inside, like there's still that little bit that says, okay, but like maybe someone is better or like maybe, maybe I won't be able to uh, convince someone, you know, or like, you know, there is always that little element, but I think that's the, like, the trick is, you know, you have to call upon the confident part of yourself mm-hmm. and push that part forward, right? Yeah. And uh, it was making me think, too, um, this uh, this past week, I was working with a girl, and uh, she she was saying that she was going downhill skiing with her family and she she said she hadn't been downhill skiing in like a decade and so she said she was very anxious about it she's like but I can't be anxious about it because like I'm taking my little kid like my kids and so she's like so I have to be like cool with it and like okay with it and it's gonna be fun and and so but she said to me she's like but you know what she's like it really has helped because if it were just me going, I would have like spiraled in anxiety about like doing this. She's like, but knowing that I have to like be okay with it to like show my kids that it's okay. She's like, it's making me braver. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, there's a lot that speaks to me because I'm exactly the same. So I can think of a million 
activities, especially surrounding um, being active and trying new things mm-hmm. that in the past I never would have. But if I was trying to get a, other people to come and I was organizing it, I'm 100% brave and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. It's going to be great, fun, blah, blah, blah. Because you get this like, it is, it's like a boost of confidence that you haven't yeah. really earned yet, but you need to do it to be able to one, gather like other people's enthusiasm. And, correct, and correct. Foster their enthusiasm yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, but it doesn't mean that when you actually go to do it, that you're not like, what was I thinking? Oh my God. But you keep doing it because you're like, well, but I'm already committed and I'm already here and I've just got to do it and I'm going to be real brave and just pretend yeah. it's okay. So and it's years, <laughs> years and years ago, we took a group of students to tree tra- treetop trekking to do yeah. like a high ropes course. And I'm fairly fearful of heights and but like it was exactly that like I could tell like that my hands were sweating and my legs were shaking like I was so like so nervous but like it was like come on this is gonna be so fun because the thing is like you have some kids that are also petrified and so you can't be petrified like because like you said you have to foster their enthusiasm right so you have to put on that brave face too and and I just I was just yeah I was just thinking about all of that as I was listening to this podcast about you know uh you know either tricking yourself into being confident or, you know, putting like pulling the, the little bit of confidence that you have and, and making that the, the, you know, putting that at the forefront and how important yeah. that is for, you know, for yeah. whatever it is that you're, you're, you're going to do. Yeah. 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 I was, I, when you were, you were saying the, the podcast host, um, the figure skater and how he sort of had these two separate versions of himself that he yeah. compartment car, compartmentalized certain things right yeah I also think that that there's a little bit of a like, that's a good strategy for when he maybe for when he retired I wonder if mm-hmm. having done that it was easier for him because he didn't what he did wasn't necessarily who he was yeah and and too often uh, those lines get really crossed and then when we stop doing you know whatever the thing was that we did for the majority of our lives Mm. then we don't know who we are anymore yeah you know we feel so lost and uh i mean i'm i'm not saying that it wouldn't have been a difficult decision to retire from something that you've done absolutely but i but but you've but he was able to keep sort of the core person that he was Mm you know, to himself. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we, none of us are exempt from it. No, I, th- I think anyone, there are always moments in our lives when we catch ourselves thinking like, why, why am I the one here? You know, like, yeah. or, or like sometimes, like sometimes I'll be in a room with people where like I'm looking at the people around me and thinking about you know their qualifications or their uh, you know 
the the jobs that they have or the accomplishments that they have or whatever and then i'm like and then there's me (laughs) you know and i'm like "Mm, (laughs) which one of these is not like the other (laughs) you know but i mean i i think in those moments we have to first of all recognize that if we're in a place it's because we've been invited to that place or we've earned our spot in that place, you know, like, like there's a reason we're there. And, and I think too, that, you know, there's also always the piece that, you know, we, we don't know everything about everyone else, you know? And so when you're comparing yourself to other people, you know, you only know whatever little piece, you know, about those people. Right. So, Yeah. You know, there's, there's lots about you that's great. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not always easy to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. And, you know, to just, as you said, is that you're there because you've been asked to be there. Is it that it's hard to sometimes understand or believe that someone else sees you differently than sometimes we see ourselves Mm, mm -hmm. and and that could be that can also be tricky Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we're all just a bunch of flawed individuals yeah true and i think that most of the time people do see us differently than we see ourselves you know like like i Mm -hmm. i think that you know people often have uh yeah they they well because they see only a part or they see something that you haven't noticed or they Mm -hmm. or they appreciate something that you see in yourself as a flaw but someone else appreciates it you know like like how you view yourself is never the same as how someone else views you. Yeah, that's right. And I think, I think it's like, I think that's good. Like, I think typically mm-hmm. people, yeah, I think we are harder on ourselves than other people are on us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Have you ever been in a WW space where you where you felt that like imposter syndrome or you oh felt like you were yeah. not meant to be there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, do you remember when when I was facilitating that um that workshop? Yes. I don't even remember. And Dr. Foster was there and all of the like there were people for other people from new york and then there were all of those like um territory managers yes and we were behind the black curtain yes, <laughs> yes. and all we could hear, hear what they thought it was prince harry because he was in town for the invictus games uh, yes i remember oh my that. god wait till the curtain comes up i, I remember prince that. harry that's right. So they had this, so they'd invited all of the territory managers to some swanky place in Toronto. And there were a yeah. whole bunch of uh, big wigs from New York that were all yeah. here, like for the weekend, for some like weekend 
training and yeah. then they and then they wanted all of the territory managers to sit through uh like a, a sort of like a mock workshop right yeah and so they'd invited yeah. a bunch of members and i was one of the members they invited and then they'd invited you to be the coach of that workshop yes. right and and so we were all like hiding because they didn't know that that's the like yes. what they were going to be shown i yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for that and we were all like waiting to like have our like pretend oh. workshop as a presentation oh for all of them yeah that was quite something yeah that that was like yeah i mean there's you know definitely you know the territory manager at the time tracy she was all putting me forward there was stuff i would never i would never have done never have done you know yeah. and so sometimes it does just take one person to believe in you yeah um, but i think but I think, and I think that's so powerful, you know, that, 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 that people need cheerleaders, right? Like people need yeah. someone, you know, telling, like, you know, telling yeah. you, like, you can yeah. do this, you are good enough to do this. I need you to do yeah. this, you know, and, and, yeah. and, 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 and hopefully people have other people in their lives that are doing that for them. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And talking them up and yes, offering exactly. them opportunities and yeah. 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 That, that was terrifying, but, but anyways, you know, I'm here today. So I survived. <laughs> yeah, you did. you did. And, and I recall that it went very uh, it was, well. So. It was fine. Yeah. 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 So it's like anything. It's like once you, it takes a little while to kind of get going. And then once you get going, everything is fine. Everything you know, is yeah. fine. Usually yeah, the, the buildup is worse than the actual event. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. What about you? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I had, I remember like even being in my workshop as a member and then some, like, after some time, like after having been there for some time, that people sort of knew who you were or people saw that you were losing weight, like physically you could, they could tell that you were losing weight. And so then, so then more people would talk to you or more people would, you know, like, you know, ask you or, or then other members would say like, oh, like I always, you know, think of you or like, like those sorts of comments would be made. And, and that always yeah. made me feel a little bit uncomfortable because I was like, ooh, like I'm not the person you want to be watching. Like I'm not the, yeah. I'm not the model, you know, but yeah. I find, I found at the time and I continue to find myself doing that too. Right. Like, like I think about the, the workshop that I attended for for a long time when i when i removed weight the second time and when i removed weight the third time you know that there were people in that workshop that like those are the people that i looked to yeah. you know whether or not i told them that you know or you know or whether or not they uh felt good about that you know like you know you you do develop connections with people and you do look up to people because yeah you see them 
you see them potentially being successful or you see them potentially struggling. And in both yeah. of those instances, you can really look up to them, you know, and for, yeah. for the way that they handle themselves and the way that they move through the world. And, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. uh, so, so anytime something like that would happen, it always sort of made me a little, a little cringy. Like, and so, and I think probably the time that I felt the most, like imposter syndrome-esque was probably when you invited me to come and talk to Lawrence Park for the very first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Because at that point it was like, I was a nobody. Like I was just (laughs) a member that had lost some weight. You know what I mean? Like, and then you were like, no, no, like come and talk to the people at Lawrence Park. They'll, they'll love to hear your story. They'll love to hear about you. And like, and and I mean, so fine. Like I was happy to do it, but also like, you I definitely had a very strong sense of like who am I you know like like (laughs) and then people like listened you know (laughs) no for sure people I mean yeah and that's it I think that sometimes we downplay our own stories just because we don't think we don't think that we're an exceptional person but we may have done something that other people really want to to do and so they're looking for any type of suggestions just looking I mean whenever you hear anyone else's story or how they approach things you do it does open you up to things that you may not have considered before yeah absolutely. so and plus you're always interesting what are you talking about <laughs> I don't know about that but thanks <laughs> <laughs> so before before we go I, I just want to circle back to this idea of like having a caucus to like share, you know, big information. Like, yeah. Okay. So I'm just thinking about how emotionally draining it is to repeat a challenging story over and over and over again to different people. Do you think that it's that draining if it's a good thing? No, of course not and so if it's a if it's a super positive story or a super positive thing that you want to share do you still want the caucus or Hmm. do you want to be able to tell that story a hundred times over well i i do think that there okay for myself i'm just going to say for myself that there are times that yeah the enthusiasm of it does wear off yeah, right. I'm thinking that too. I'm thinking I don't really want to tell the same story several times, whether it's a good one or not. Yeah. It's like any time, I don't you feel sometimes when something really good has happened and then you just want to share it. But then as time goes on, then it doesn't seem, I, for me, a lot of times like things do, the shine kind of comes off of it. So it's not. But when it's something that's emotionally taking a toll on you doesn't matter how many times you say it mm-hmm. it still is like it's taking you have less to give mm-hmm. but it's still taking more and more and more so it yeah. just leaves you feeling emptier yeah and i for me personally i i don't want to have to answer everybody asking me a hundred questions about it oh me neither like the same questions so the caucus eliminates that ask what you want to ask 
because I, I, I don't want tomorrow, like, especially when you, I mean, I think everyone agrees that things do seem a little bit better once you have had a good night's sleep, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. wake up in the morning. I mean, if you can sleep, but Mm. you know, at least things for me always just seem a little bit better. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And I'm also thinking about, I'm thinking about the underwear stuck in the pants and tied out socks. Like I'm stuck in this laundry situation. Yeah. And I'm just flabbergasted as to why people would leave that like that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's all weird. But then I'm also thinking about like, are there other things like that? that you just can't handle. Like, I just can't handle laundry that hasn't been put right side in. But I also, (laughs) like, I can't, I also can't handle dirty dishes in the sink. Yeah. You know, like, put them in the dishwasher or put them away. Why are they in the sink? I don't understand it. Can't understand that. You know, (laughs) and like, I also can't understand, like, like there are things like that that I'm like, what else? What else can I not understand? I also cannot understand, like, things left places. Like, you know, like, something's just randomly on the, like, coffee table or something. You know, like, like for, I, and I think, but it comes back to, like, like, putting things in the same pockets of the bags. Like, you mm. know, like. There are certain places where you can put things, and then there are other places that it's like there should be nothing there. Yeah. Why is there a thing there? You know? Yeah. Or lights on all over the house. Why are all mm. the lights on? No one is yeah. in any of those. Rooms. Why are the lights on? Yeah. You know? Or um like empty cups all over the place. Like like there's an empty water glass in the in the bathroom and there's an empty pop can in the bedroom and that like like <laughs> why are there empty things all over the like honestly all of these things I just don't understand it. Henny is reliving her childhood right now. This is where she's going like living in a ho- house with many children. <laughs> It's so funny. I and I think I maybe said this on the podcast like a couple of months ago, but <laughs> I was always accused as a child as being the slob. Like I was the one that was really being the messy one. Huh. I think I think because I always disliked cleaning. Like I never wanted like I I always hated doing chores. I hated huh. that every Saturday we had to dust and vacuum. I hate like like you know like I just you know I I would wipe the counter. I remember one di- one time getting in big trouble because I'd wipe the counter but I didn't wipe under the toaster. You know, like like there were Ugh. things like that. Like like I was I was the slob. I was the messy one. Huh. And 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 so recently, like, I don't know, maybe in the summertime at some point, my dad was at my house, like, dropping something off. And he was, like, walking through and he was like, wow. He's like, you keep your place really tidy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, 
Yes. Yes, I do. Like the very is spick and span in my place all the time. Like, <laughs> and, and so it's just funny that, that, but, but I don't think I'm any different now than I was as a kid. Yeah. You yeah. know, it just, it's, it's the perception, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do appreciate, I do appreciate everything having a place. Mm-hmm. Do you park in the same parking spot when you go places? I try to. Yeah. But that's really just because I don't know where, like I might lose my car. Right. Let me and... to another, that leads me to another hack. When you go to places where there's multiple parking that you take a photo. Now I have done that, especially at the airport. I also do that too. I take a photo of like the, you know, like B3. Yeah, because yes, I think do. I'm going to remember, but then they all, all those exits look the same, honey. They all do. I know. They all look the I, same. Also, I also take photos of that. Good hack. And, but I also use my, my horn on my remote too. I'm one of those people. Sandy. What? I'm shaking my head at you. <laughs> don't don't be one of those people. I am. <laughs> or I'll just press the trunk open and hope that I'm close enough. Because you know, you know, those people who are like wandering around like just a, a parking lot, like say at a mall, mm, that's when it gets me. Like if it's an outside, then I'm thinking I came out and I'm like, was it this aisle or this aisle? Oh my goodness, Sandy. So if All right, we're gonna, them, we're gonna ask we're gonna ask our listeners this week <laughs> yep. if they use their panic button to find our <laughs> car in the parking lot. <laughs> and maybe we should also ask them if they leave their clothes inside out in the laundry hamper. Okay, I think those are both good. And if they say yes to either of those things, I will judge them hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Sandy, this oh. has been an absolute delight. Thanks for chatting with me today. Oh my goodness. Well, ditto friend. Um, all right. So thanks for listening and um, enjoy the rest of your day, honey. Yeah, you too. We'll see you next next time on episode 200. Woohoo! <laughs> oh dear. All right. Ciao. Bye.